Man, listen, at the end of the day, we got to talk about shit. If you don't talk about the shit, you don't deal with the shit. You got to cope. A lot of us cope negatively, some positively. But you got to talk about it. And talking about it sometimes opens up the window to just get through it and realize you're not the only one. Thou must cope. I'm recording now. Are you playing? Well, <laughs> without the interim, we back at it. <laughs> you know, a lot of stuff been happening since the last time. It was only June. It felt like it was long. I thought it was like March, April for real. It felt like that. It's going. It's going to the point that you can't even tell like a sense of time because as yeah. you turn around, it's something but the same thing. It's just so many people passing away, like, and it's just people that you wouldn't expect. So that's that on top of it's getting really heavy with politics. A lot of just cancel culture is really heavy. It's it's a lot, bro. And I just feel like the fact that even though we've done all of this, we still burning stuff up and you know doing the most. And still protesting to that day, and he's something like that still happened. Like Jacob Blake incident was very crazy to me. I'm glad that he survived that though. You know what I mean? Because now we got somebody that can talk about it. Because like most people, of course, people don't get to talk about it. Because mm-hmm. he's like seven. That's crazy. He's paralyzed. That's terrible. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I mean he's paralyzed. That that is terrible. But you know what I mean? At least we'll be able to hear from him. And you know, I think the thing that was different about his situation is, of course, there has been people that have survived police brutality, but the story never really make it to media. So it don't ever go mainstream. So it's just like, ah, oh, this happened to my cousin, da 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 da. But the folks just like, oh, okay. But this one was big that made it. So it was like, oh, I right, yo, we got some fire for y'all ass now because he done survived. Y'all thought it's a different type of case now, like. It's a different type of case because they got his, we can hear it from his own mouth. Like, he going to speak for like, I hope his lawyer prepped him to speak for everybody. You know what I'm saying? When he has to do whatever he does, but it's crazy, man. But let me tell you what I really want to talk about. It's this Nick Cannon thing, man. And it's really been, it really burned me up. Like, I usually don't get like that. But that that burned me up. So what what what's your view on it? Okay, number one, the original statement he made. Do I feel like it was regurgitated? Yes. Do I know where he got it from? Yes. But do I agree with what he was saying? Yes, because I know how to articulate it in a better way than he could. Because I, that's my foundation. You feel me? Like that's you know, that's me. That's my territory. So, but what I got mad at is how he reacted after the heat came. He he said he wasn't gonna apologize, then he did. And then he got on his uh, his that same podcast and he allowed the rabbi to come up there and say things that were completely false and just offensive to me, since we're talking about, you know, being offensive and what we're saying and statements and stuff. 
And I just felt like, you know, people in the media was kind of like going running with that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's ignorant because if you'd had any proper study, you know that, you know that what they, that's not, that's some bullshit, just to be frank. You know what I'm saying? Because I, and then what really sent me over was Charlemagne the God. I said that for a reason. Because his name, Charlemagne the God, he's supposed to be a, he's, he studied 5% of teachings as a child. You know what I'm saying? That's what he said as a teenager. That's why he got the God in it. You know what I'm saying? He got on his podcast and was talking shit about Nick Cannon. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, he he letting the white boys, like, yo, it's moronic, da 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 teaching. He just doesn't have his own view. He doesn't, you know, whatever, whatever. And so they decided to look up, you know what I'm saying? Like, what he was talking about. And it just, to me, I knew Charlemagne to be who he say he is. He would have, he, that means he just was acting. You feel me? And it just made me realize, like, yo, people is really, like, it's really real out here with that, with that, like, you can't talk about Jew people shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I know Charlemagne. Like, I know better to know that he doesn't know what's up. I know better than that. Because if books that he recommend talk about that shit, message to the black man. I know that say that. That's my favorite book. I know that say that in there. You know what I mean? So to me, I think it's, 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 it's a little bit um, disrespectful, especially if, you don't if you're not going to take the time to be correct. If you're going to go off with the next man and say, that's fucked up. Because somebody out here can check you. Because to me, when you do that, you're stepping in my territory. You're stepping on my toes. Because I know, I know what I'm talking about. What burned me up about the Charlemagne thing is they was like, yo, what? They was like, Nick Cannon's anti-Saint, anti-Semitic things. They were like, wait a minute, what does it mean to be Semitic? Paused it. Burned me up. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to say that? You don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Let it play. They read it. Semitic means they belong to a language family. Hebrew, Aramaic, Arabic, Akkadian, Phoenician. You know what I'm saying? The language, if you speak those language families, and it belongs mainly to the Afro-Asiatic subculture. That's the Middle East, Northeast Africa. That's where Semitic people were from. You know what I'm saying? Hebrew, yeah, okay, let's give the, let's give the Jews Hebrew. But Arabic, who speaks Arabic? Uh, people from the Middle East. Who speaks Akkadian? People don't know what that is. Northeast Africans speak Akkadian. Who speaks Phoenician? Those were the first Greeks who were black. They speak Phoenician, it's an ancient language. You know what I'm saying? A black language. So when you talk about being anti-Semitic, people be anti-Semitic when they talk about Muslims all the time because they speak Arabic and they're of, that, they're of that subculture, literally. So you're being anti-Semitic. So when you talk about what it actually means, I'm like, bro, come on now. And he was like, I don't know what Afro-Asiatic means. I'm like, what? He's smart, bro. Afro-Asiatic, you don't know what that is? You literally said that, bro? Come on now. I'm just like, and then, you know, people just be talking shit about like, yo, if you shit Minister Farrakhan, like, that point of view, they like, you feel me? Like, I'm like, nigga, y'all ain't even read a book on it. I ain't listened to one speech, one, one, one newsletter, and you're going to talk about this man. <laughs> I think from like a, I'm going to say a basic point of view, I'm going to put everybody in, I'm not even in the basic, I'm kind of past basic. I'm gonna put everybody in like the basic point of view that don't study or whatever. Um, I'm gonna just put us in the same little category for right now. I think I can't even say basic because basic could really be ignorant. But go I, ahead, you good? No, I'm saying because I'm past that level, but it's cool. I'll still put me there. 
from a basic level, the thing that bothered me about it is although I don't know like the history of the things he was saying, it really bothered me that from my point of view, it seemed like he believed what he was saying. You know, he wanted to stand firm on what he was saying, but when shit down he went downhill, he was like, fuck, fuck the crossfire. Oh my gosh, I gotta I gotta clean this up. And it's like, nah, stand firm on that shit. Yeah. You said and that shit is right. Like, don't get me wrong, I do uh, I do agree that some things can be offensive toward people, but that's all in perspective, bro. It don't matter who the fuck you talking about, it can be offensive. You know, like, nigga, Kanye said slavery was a choice and y'all was mad as fuck. Now, don't get me wrong. To some extent, it was a choice. People like, okay, but people was dying over it. Yeah, but technically, if you want to say it from like a real ignorant point of view, it's like, I mean, it's a choice to die, whatever. I I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. He downplayed it. But either way, nigga. Kanye did not say, I'm sorry for saying that shit. It's, I said, fuck, I said. And then it's like, oh, okay, Kanye's crazy, but whatever. But it's just like, for me, I felt like, Nick, stand on your shit. No, don't get me wrong. I do understand that, you know, when they go and pull your shit, I live a broke man's lifestyle. So I do get it for you. It's like, oh, shit, I done fucked up. But at the end of the day, bro, if you're saying that you're the person that you are and you study the way you study, fuck off. Show improve. Show improve. That's what we call it. If you're a five percent, you know, you show and prove. You say something, you gotta be able to let stand on it, or you don't say that. Period. And when you started on the podcast, you knew that people was gonna get light of it. You might not have known it was gonna go like how it went. So why did you even say that shit? Say that. If you want ready you to go. Like when the crossfire come, I said what I said. And if y'all need to know where I got this from, this is where I got it from. You know, you could have just chose to not say anything at all if you was going to be scary. You know, that's how there I you go. But on the flip side, it, it's disgusting how much the white man owns <laughs> because it's just like, nigga, like the all nigga that owns Via Kavicon is a Jewish person. Like, He's an old ass Jewish person. Like parents was in the Holocaust type shit. Like, so he was like, nigga, nah. Like, and I feel him because that's. I mean, as I was, if if, if somebody did that, to, if I own some black shit and somebody that wasn't black said something, I probably would fire him too. So I'm not mad at him for that. But at the same time, bro, you gotta be able to show and prove. Like, you made us look bad. You made me look bad. Like, and I'm with Farrakhan. I'm with the Nation of Islam. I study. I read that. I study that. So now people look at me like Nick Cannon. Like, bro, fuck Nick Cannon. He he don't be reading. But I've been said that about Nick Cannon, though. I've been said, bro, he don't really study because he's too all over the place. Like, why are you wearing a turban, nigga? Like, you not, like, what? <laughs> bro, that's not, you feel me, bro? Like, and I just said, like, like I said, stuff, sometimes stuff you say, I've heard it before. I know where you got it from. Sometimes niggas don't think you've seen those tapes, those speeches, those lectures. I've seen them. You feel me? Like, it's, it's cool to look at them, but you don't read to regurgitate. You read to add on to your own thought and perspective. You dig what I'm saying? People don't know how to read. For those that don't know how to read a book, this is how you do it. You don't read to regurgitate. You don't read to take your own thoughts, you, uh, to take their thoughts. You read to help add on to your perspective on the issue or the topic of the book. That's how you get something out of it with the facts. You take it or you look at it and say, I don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of books I've read, I don't agree with but I get something out of it, but I don't agree with how you wrote that book. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't, that, that's, that's how you do it for those that don't know. 
Okay, I know sometimes people are out, people, what, what it is, people really don't know how to go about reading those type of books. So I'm gonna just say that, cause you know, I had somebody had to tell me, you know what I mean, be, to be, just to be real. It's too much. Um, I just stay in my lane. I'm not there. I'm not there yet. Like I mean, I'm just saying, if, if you, but the thing is, for people who are not there, stay in your lane, though. You got to stay in your lane. You can't be up popping shit about stuff you don't know about. Because people, people, real people go, are involved with this and they, and they, they change their lives and perspective and made them be better people. You can't tell me one crime that man has committed. I don't give a fuck what he said. What has he done? I don't give a damn what he said. Obviously, what he said made niggas get right. Because every nigga you know affiliated with it is going to be a stand-up nigga. You know that. You know that anybody that's real deal with that type of lifestyle, with that type of culture, that mind frame, that knowledge itself, you know he's going to carry yourself a certain way. And so that's what he do. I can't speak for what Jewish people do. They, you know, I'm not, you know, I can't speak for what they do. I don't see the, you know, um, transformations. I don't see the benefit for the type of power and esteem that they have. I don't see the reflection of that in the world community. You dig what I'm saying? That's how I feel. And that's why I feel like some people say that, have that perspective, Jews run the world, they, do it, they don't do it the right way. They mean that they don't just, they don't distribute their own resources justly. And if you're supposed to be, you know, a people of, of is, is it just Jewish people that you look out for or is it all people? So that's where the question comes in because they do own a lot of stuff. That's a fact, we can look this up. I don't believe in the whole Rothschild run the world thing, no. But people who happen to own these major companies happen to be of that culture. But that's the now, thing. Do, they run, do they run and hang together? I can't say that. But I just know those points happen to be true in a lot of areas. And see, that's the thing for me because I feel like, and I, I hate to make it seem like black people just don't have shit. But I feel like even when people want to talk about black owned, it'd be like, yeah, but to an extent, like it's st it still be somebody above our motherfucking head that ain't fucking black. And so then what happens is like stuff like that can happen where, okay, I have this, but now, oh, I, I can't get this loan because it came from so-and-so because I said this, or I can't do this because this person cutting this check, or I use this platform to do this. Like that really just made me think how much we don't have that we should have. Yeah. Like, and it's disgusting because well, well, but it's about this is this is the awareness. You feel me? You gotta raise the awareness so that we can build on that in the future. It's evolution. It's just like the the the, the evolution of man it went through stages. So the evolution of our build up is gonna go through time. It's gonna have to take time. It's just what it is. So we're gonna have to have more people to produce more wealth. Like right now, two black banks in Atlanta just merged to become one like bigger financial institution like that's something big so we got to talk about stuff like that so we can put our money in with our loans and do our business with them to help them grow you feel me that's how you reinvest so those who don't know that look that up do i know the names of them right now no but shouldn't be hard to find you just this is real you know what i'm saying and that's major from a business standpoint though too because yeah. it's really hard to go into business with somebody else and then also to go on to be like like it's fine and dandy to say i support other people but for me to take my business and merge with your business and then we just we both getting cuts and working all that out, that ain't easy. But for, the, ain't easy, but for the greater good, mm -hmm. that's the mindset. So this is why, to me, people like Ms. Farrisgon are important because it starts with the mindset. 
your mindset is important. It starts with your attitude and your actions. Your actions are going to determine your, your, your ways. You know what I'm saying? The way you think about things are going to determine your ways, words, and actions. And that's what's going to be what, what, what we produce. So that's why, to me, people like Mr. Farrakhan are important because he uh, awakens that community mindset, do for self. Do for self. Accept your, accept your own. That's what he teaches us. He doesn't want us to depend on working for the white man. He wants us to have our own businesses. He wants us to do things for self. He wants us to find a trade that we enjoy. That's what he teaches us. So I, I, you, I don't care what he says offensive. He's teaching me how to be independent so I can say, fuck them crackers and not get in trouble for it. You wouldn't have to get in trouble for it if you didn't have to worry about who they paid. I got suspended from my job. Cause I said on my live stream, I was at work. That's why I say I got suspended because I was on social media at work, which I get, I agree with that. But I know too, it was offensive language in there. I said crack about five, five or six times, I which I get. When you did that. And I was like, this man is so wild. I love it. <laughs> Cause me, I would never. I, I'm not ready to stand that firm because if I lose my job, then it's like, fuck, now what the fuck I'm going to do? And do for self. And so <laughs> That's what you do. Like, I love it. Like, you know, somebody got to stand on what the fuck they believe. And then, you know, it was, like I said, I understand. They want, because I mean, they didn't even have a problem with what I said. They just was like, yo, you was at school, man. You know what I mean? That's what they said. Because what I was saying, it, it was a joke. It was really funny. If you saw it, it was really funny. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't really like on no malicious it was like you crazy boy um yeah it might not be malicious but never mind that mind. no what i was gonna say is might not have been malicious but it don't take much to just hear you on other platforms to know what your real view is but at the same oh, yeah. time that's why we can separate personal too because that's why we have to separate personal but you want to know what's crazy i have a hard time separating personal when you racist I can separate yeah. in politics, cause whatever. But, but it's more so people. I ain't gonna say more so. What the problem today is? I ain't gonna really say it's racist. It's is is people. We live in a, a a white supremacist society, and people are prejudiced. You know what I'm saying? Because they, I mean, people. It's not really the holding power thing anymore because people are making moves and getting jobs and getting along. I can't say that to be right and exact. It's prejudice under a white supremacist system that we live in really you know what i'm saying that's how i look at it because i ain't gonna say because i ain't really holding hell back you feel me from getting my jobs and me personally i'm gonna keep it real but people are prejudiced even at your job they be like i ain't gonna keep you from getting a job when you a nigga you know what i mean so that's how it is if this if we're gonna be real about it but i even be feeling like to keep it g sometimes corporate america and all of these bigger companies be just hiring black people just so they can have some black people to say they're not racist and you can yeah. tell you can tell no, it really happens like that you know it really happens that's real that's, that's a real thing that's a real thing they do that with women um they do that with you know um you know race all that type of stuff that's where the whole affirmative action thing came from that whole concept i mean it's just like that but like i said that's my whole it's just about having a perspective other than what like because people are it's, it's really critical right now because we're getting a lot of things thrown at us and people don't our age don't really know because they're not they won't prepare for this you know what i'm saying like yo i didn't know it was going to get this intense in my late to my mid to late 20s i did you know what i'm saying so i was got now feel me 
you know, no, anybody let this shit fly off my head, you know what I'm saying? Be alert, be un be understand who I am, what I am, what needs to be done. Cause a lot of times I see people talk and I just stay out of it because it's not really activism. It's more like a social thing to be active right now. Definitely, everybody. I just feel that way. No disrespect. Be active. Don't get me wrong, but the true way to be active, uh, activist, is changing yourself first. Truly changing your taste, state of mind of who you think you are, what your people are, understanding and having identity in this in this thing because you're gonna get hear a lot of things that can sway you and you don't want to get caught up in pseudoscience. What we say in the nation of gods and earth is trichnology. The white man plays trichnology on us. You know what I'm saying? He teaches us to go against each other and rape, rob, and steal and all this different type of shit with the music and the movies and the culture, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I get all that. You know what I mean? But just have an identity. You know what I mean? Just have an identity. Just know what it is out here. Don't just be doing it just cause. That's what true activism starts from. It was different in the 60s because people were really like getting moved by all the different activists. We are just kind of like going with the flow, retweeting, you know, sharing, commenting, but we got to really have that internal change so we can get serious. The internal and mental change, that's what's really going to get people going. It's a lot of going with the flow. And, you know, I can say for me, I struggle with that. Like mentally, mental health wise as a whole, I've been okay, but I've been finding myself getting triggered by like social media activists. And not the ones that are like real kind of activists and trying to yeah. or whatever. Yeah. The oh shit, I can have a voice, so I'm just finna say shit. It's like shut the fuck up. Like who the fuck gave you social media and allowed you to speak? And why the fuck you think you can say so much? And then I've noticed that even when it comes to like social media, the whole activism thing has just become an argument of opinions. Yeah. Like it don't matter. It could be someone's death well i'm black and i feel like maybe they should have did this oh well he was in the wrong they didn't have to kill him but actually this then it's this person saying it doesn't matter what he did i don't know and it was just a battle see, of see that's it. that shit that shit i begin sometimes i see shit and i just get so mad and i'll say something like one or two times i'll be like bro i'm wasting my time because like all right bro my I, I i'm just so simple with it at this point and it just blow me like these arguments people have, I'm like, bro, just sum it up, bro. These niggas, they equal, bro. It's okay to say that. <laughs> I mean, I think it's safe to say. It's all right, bro. And it ain't got to be malicious. It is what it is. We ain't on buck. We ain't did it yet. So we can say that. Y'all evil, bro. People say it's it ain't like we out here getting revenge. That's bad. Know, That's what made me say what I say. I was talking to... um a friend the other day and we were just saying how it's wild that like white people will stand firm on their racism and not happen to have a reason to say the shit they say about black people they will say y'all some fucking monkeys and don't give a damn if they got a quote-unquote black friend all of that shit they don't care they will say that shit and don't even have no reason i don't know but i just think y'all some monkeys but we be over here like y'all evil, but you gotta realize y'all evil because all of the times it doesn't. We gotta go, yeah, we gotta go so deep into it. Like, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I man. Like you said what? I hate using terms like that, but then I'd be like, it's not that serious. I mean, it, it, it's just like we just get, it's just like, it's like whatever. 
You know what I mean? It's like, ain't nothing you can do at this point. That's why a lot of people feel like it's like, nothing you can do. It is, but, you know, but the, like I said, like I think, like I'm saying, people like Nick Cannon, we got to stop looking at these celebrities thinking that they are like, and I'm not going to say they're not intelligent, but I mean, I just wouldn't go with what they're saying. Like, just because, I mean, I get, I like the fact that you're speaking out, but that don't mean you got to hang on their word. Like, that ain't their thing. They just trying to be out here doing stuff. Don't just go off what, like, yo, Nick Cannon, like, yo, bro, who, who gave Nick Cannon the green light? Who qualified this brother? Who qualified you to talk, to speak on the nation? You know what I'm saying? To me, like, yo, they take it serious. They don't let it, who are you to do that? You don't represent them. You went up there and made, made them look bad. That's a good ass point. Like, who the fuck? DJ Vlad gonna lie on his podcast, on his interview with DL Hughley, gonna say on the on on the Savings Day speech on July 4th, which I watched, that um Mr. Farrakhan said when you see a Jew pick up a stone and throw it at him, he cut it off at that. So the all the dudes, social media brothers on Nation Amazon went at him, like you know, like showed it. Cause what he said was when you see a Jew throw a stone at him, the stone of truth. So you can knock out the ignorance. You know what I'm saying? We don't mean pick up. A, he's literally said we don't mean pick up an actual stone on tape. And he gonna lie like that. And DJ Vlad. Make it seem. Yeah, he went. He put. He let the uh, interview come out. And then he took it back off. Then he took it off. I'm like, bro. You see what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's real out here. When we saying like, yo, they really be trying to smear the name. Like, we. That's why we. It's crazy, cause he, cause they know. That's a bold-faced lie. And they caught it. I can't hear you. <laughs> I have a question for you. This is off topic. I mean, on top of off topic. It's about the NBA. Now, I don't necessarily have a question on what they did. What the fuck is my question? Hold on. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Okay. So, um, the NBA decided to not play and then less than 24 hours later decided they were going to play again or whatever okay we know that so um a lot of the non-nba players the fans all that are saying like oh they need to use their voice da, 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 da. i know you might not necessarily like agree with the whole like expecting somebody to use their voice but what does that look like like they're nba players what is using your board like plants Having I can't breathe in the the your shirts and all of that, th is that really using your voice? Like at this point, people are talking about awareness. There is no awareness. Everybody knows. Like we know, yeah. this is not this is not new. So there, ain't, you were not walking on this earth now and ain't heard of this shit. You might not believe in it. You might feel a different way about it. But it ain't no just. Oh wow, I didn't know this was going on. That there's no such thing of that anymore. I'm gonna keep it hot. People in the NBA live check to check. Everybody doesn't make millions of dollars a year. Those guys, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, da, 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 they need those game checks. And the further you go in the playoffs, the more money you make. So those people got to feed their family. And even though they have the cars, but they just have to feed their family because they do live a certain lifestyle. And it's a lot of pandemic and I just feel it. You feel what I'm saying? Like on that level. But what I do respect is that they didn't have to do that at all because they set the tone of other people doing it. So the fact that they did it at all means more because I tell you what, you can't get nobody else at their job to do that. 
You bet you won't do it. I bet you won't do it. I bet you won't walk out. So that's all I got to say about that. They did that because they do got bread. Even when Bill Russell did it back in the day, he did an exhibition game in 61. But these dudes did it in the playoffs. So to me, I'm like, look, they doing more than anybody else is doing. So how can we criticize? What are we doing of our own? See, we look like goofies when we clown the brothers for making a stand when no other, no other team has ever done it. No other era of players have ever done it. That's where we get it messed up at. The mentality, the mind is messed up, bro. I don't care how long they did it. They did it. And y'all ain't doing it. That's why I keep it real. That's why it's hard for me to have conversations. I'm like, that's just, what you mean? Like, bro, white players did it. Asian, foreign, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, coaches, like, everybody did it. And guess what they're doing? Every NBA arena is now going to be a voter uh, place to vote. You can go vote at the NBA arenas. So that's something that actually happens since they're taking mailboxes off the street. The NBA said, fuck it, you can come to the Staples Center. Come to America Airlines, Madison Square Garden vote. Who ain't going to do that? LeBron might be there. <laughs> Curry might be there. What you mean? People crazy, goofy. <laughs> goofy! They ain't really with it. People ain't really with it. Everything is a good step. Everything is a good step. It's, it's more, it's, it's not like they didn't do it. They did something. No, they didn't sacrifice the whole season because realistically, some people really need that money. Some people really need that money. So why would they do that? So yeah, I can't, I can't. Way. I was like, you know, like, it's easy to say, you know, y'all have bigger platforms, so you should be doing more than I'm doing. But I was like, what people don't realize is. They say the tone, though. Their means, too, though. So for, for those that are millionaires, because everybody on the team ain't making that kind of bread. But for those that are, they're not living a thousand dollars a month rent budget. Like, that's not how it's working. Everything that they're living is up of higher money too so it's like you know if they miss a check it's like us missing checks yeah some people live game to game in the nba i mean check to check like you know what i'm saying you get game checks and shit some people live like that not everybody but some people do so somebody like lebron could do that you know what i mean those higher ranked players could do that but everybody just can't you know what i'm saying but i mean they did it bro like they doing more they setting the tone they setting the tone in the culture to me um they send the tone in the culture to me, you know, they, they, they're, they're, they're leading it. So, I mean, the WNBA as well, cause I know people are going to say that I'm not just discount. It's basketball as a whole, you know, the WNBA, NBA had that partnership. So basketball as a whole, cause the WNBA is doing it a lot as well. So, um, just bat those, like I said, they got it on point. Like they got it on point to me with activism, they got it on point while still maintaining their like corporate, you know, sponsorships and all that stuff because that's a real thing out there like that's a real thing people act like it's not that's why they that's why they can't go so hard because them folk that cannon was talking about ain't playing that's why they can't go so hard people don't see it you see what happened when you go hard nick cannon just happened and you talking about you know what i'm saying like bro like you gotta understand man it's real it's really real that's what we here for that's what we here for. I tell you what, don't go work at. I'm I'm from the two five two. Don't go work at Purdue for one day. Yeah, but that gets some people's attention. You feel me? That's blue collar stuff. Don't go do some of these essential jobs for a day. 
talk about them. They playing basketball. They ain't really hurting nobody. Like, what's boycotting the season going to do? Like, to be honest. That's I mean, to be honest. Like, imagine if everybody decided they won't go into Purdue. <laughs> that would be weird. Mm, yeah. Um, that's all I'm saying, man. We just got to be realistic, yo. We got to really do some serious. We, if if we are gonna really do it, y'all, y'all take some time to really like get invested in it. Just don't just go with the flow. That's all I'm saying. Don't just look for any reason to pick apart black people for doing a protest. Don't pick apart black people in a position to have influence. Like, don't do that. Let's be. Let's be. You know. Let's be into it. That's the only thing I'm saying. You know, to move on to something that's been bothering me lately is I feel like I don't even know how to say it, but it's okay. Being a black man is extremely hard. I I personally think, although I'm not a black man, just because a lot of things are expected and just not expected out of y'all. Just ever since childhood, like for instance, black men can't have emotions. Black men always have to be tough, you know, and then also just, you know, discrimination and everything, right? But I also feel like being a black woman is hard as fuck. Like, yeah. On a different level, though. Like, don't get me wrong, I still rather be a black woman than a black man. But, um, I mean, I don't have a choice. <laughs> but, you know, like for instance, um, and I'm not here to talk about the Meg and Tory Lanez thing. I really don't care to talk about. It. I'm tired of hearing that shit. But I just felt like that that predicament kind of helped shed some light on how people view women. Thanks. And it was just kind of disturbing. Like, you know, like, despite of who was in the wrong or whatever, or what really happened, it's like, okay, people say she got shot. Okay. Then they like, oh, she didn't get shot because she didn't say any. She didn't say anything. She says, okay, I got shot. Then they're like, oh, well, she didn't show it. So she's just like, okay, well, I didn't want to show everybody everything. She shows it. She shows it. They're like, well, why do you protect this man? Then it's just like, okay, well, I was thinking, you know, we're all black and I didn't want us to all die. You know, police brutality, the police coming up and da 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 And now she's snitching. Like, it's just like, dang, the girl really can't win. Like, it don't matter what the, what the heck happens. Like, right. Always gonna be in the wrong, and you know, and people just was bullying her, then comparing her to six nine. I'm just like, yo, like. I mean, I do feel like people were going overboard. You know what I'm saying? Because that actually, she did actually get shot in the foot. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I just feel like, yeah, like a lot of times, dudes do be trying to have a lot of like masculine energy towards women. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do agree with that, and I feel like now people are starting to see that. You know what I mean? And sometimes as Surprising some of the people that like I've seen say stuff like that. I'm like, wow, I didn't really think you looked at it like that, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Cause it's just like they were saying, I seen it like, yo, she was like six two and he five five, like he was beating her. I'm like, but at the end of the day, you ain't gotta shoot her, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's you even she shouldn't shoot a man that's six that's six inches taller than you. let alone a woman, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a punk move. Like you just you just go why you going out like that? You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like I just feel like like I said, like you said, people are starting to see how people really view women, you know what I'm saying? And that's and that's that's important though, because 
You know what I mean? That's how we get in a lot of situations. Dudes don't really like, really care about the women that they deal with. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they'll just do a little bit of anything. And I mean, I'm not gonna get too, you know, crazy when I talk about it. You know what I mean? Cause, but I just feel like, like I said, like dudes just gotta like look at look at women differently. Cause they, that's the reason we having like, that's just the lack of unity. We so busy kind of arguing with each other that we can't focus on the main problem because it's like, you know, when we feel this way about black men, black men, you know what I'm saying? Do this and black men do that. And we on the other end, you like, we got to put all that, like, yo, forget all that. That's really like the main thing. We really got to say, forget all that. Like dudes got to do a better job. Like sometimes, man, some niggas, man, like I said, like I get it, like you had this, idea about women you know what i'm saying certain types of women because you know every nigga done got done wrong it happens like you gotta learn to grow up and get over that every nigga's gonna get played one time or two times if you get played more than twice you just that's just on you at that point so don't be bitter towards women because you didn't learn from your own mistakes because you're gonna get played one or two times out here maybe this is being real if you really if you're just being real bro like come on now like it happens women get played all the time you know, a dude gonna get played a few times, so you just can't be mad at you that that you went through that type. You didn't know how to look through and see her character. You gotta be a better judge of character, bro. Don't just have a bad view on women because of that or some other stuff. Y'all, you gotta learn. We gotta learn to get over it. Women, the same thing. You don't know how to pick dudes, and you get mad at certain types of dudes. Don't put all men in that category. Just work on your selection process too. Yeah. <laughs> Be more aware. Be just be more invested in when you choose the guy you choose to be with. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. That's how you avoid all that. And I think that's the thing for me too. Like, you know, like it's always a battle. Like, no matter what it is, well, if a woman did this, well, if a man did this, oh my gosh. And it's just like, damn, y'all, like, why the fuck we can't just uplift each other? Why we always got a fucking battle? <laughs> like, yeah. Like it, it don't matter the predicament. It's always going to be a fucking battle. And, you know, to domestic violence and stuff, it really made me realize, like, y'all really is bugging. Like, y'all really don't care about the protection of women. Like, don't get me wrong. I personally believe a man shouldn't put his hands on a woman. A woman should put his hands on a man. Like, I'm not saying by any means that, well, you a man, so she putting her hands on you, whatever. But in terms, I feel like if a girl was to mush you, that don't mean beat her fucking ass. Like, bro, right. you can beat her ass and you know you can beat her ass. There's <sighs> other aggressive ways you could have handled that situation. And it's niggas out here that's really like, well, bitch, only got one time to brush my shoulder and I'm going to knock her the fuck out. And it's like, nah, this Listen, listen, listen. Nah, seriously. Thank you for listening to Thou Must Cope. But I'm going to need you to do a little something. Subscribe, follow, whatever the hell, so you will not miss another episode. And then also give me your feedback. You know how you go to the grocery store, you go to get fast food, and they be like, please do the survey. Okay, no, I've become that woman. Rate me. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can rate me at, go ahead, rate the podcast podcast leave leave a comment shit do something and also if you go to anchor.fm slash thou must cope you can also send me a voice memo give me some feedback and i promise i'll add it to one of the episodes peace